She was falling, plummeting toward the river. Her skirt billowed, then wrapped around her as she tumbled. I watched her through the viewfinder, an unnaturally pink anomaly in sharp focus against the gray background of the bridge. I'd never be able to look at that color again without feeling the horror of seeing a woman plunging from the Forest Hill Bridge. Half my brain followed her descent with my camera, while the other half was in a blind, screaming panic. No! I tossed the camera into my camp chair and sprinted upriver. The riverbank was a rocky stone ledge mixed with large rocks, boulders, and pebble beaches. My heart pounded as I slipped and teetered, skidding over the smooth surfaces, tripping over loose stones. I scanned the river as I ran, watching for a splash of pink. Twice I stopped myself from falling by steadying myself on rocks, and my hands were stinging. I sucked air and held the stitch that developed in my side as I made my way upstream. The fall appeared horrific. Could she have survived? Please, let her be alive. I was forcing down panic when I saw her floating toward me on the current. She was face down in the water, the pink skirt dark and clinging to her legs. I waded waist-deep into the water and grabbed the back of her shirt as she floated by, towing her out of the rapids into a calm shallows at the shore. I needed to get her face out of the water, but I knew I wasn't strong enough to lift her. Blood mingled with the blonde hair feathering around her head in the slow water. A fresh adrenaline rush flooded my brain, and I began to panic. I had to get her air and stop the bleeding. Reaching across her body, I grabbed the shoulder of her sleeveless blouse. I was able to pull her body partway out of the water, but the fabric slipped from my grasp, and she was face down again. I took a deep breath and tried to calm myself. Use two hands, Bree, I told myself. You can do it if you use two hands. Then it hit me that I might have better luck if I tried to roll her from underneath. I slid my hand under her, feeling for her arm. I caught what felt like her elbow and tugged. She floated into me. I pushed up on her near her shoulder as I used her arm to pull her underside up. The movement of her shoulder started her rotating and she flipped. I saw that I needn't have bothered. A hole in her temple oozed blood into her hair. Drowning had been the least of her problems, and the best I could hope for now was to get her out of the water so she wouldn't float away. I lurched from the river and lost my breakfast in the trees lining the riverbank. My name is Bella Bree McGowan. I'm called Bree by my friends, and I'm not exactly a stranger to dead bodies. It hadn't even been six months since I found my boss dead. I'd come to California to recover from the experience, and here I was chasing down another emergency. I hoped I'd be able to pull her from the water. I'm only five foot six and don't have too much heft to me. Luckily, I'm strong. With brown hair and eyes, I like to tell people I look like Rachel Ray without the benefit of a stylist. My last dead body had thrown me for a loop, but it hadn't been nearly as bad as this. Maybe it was because I didn't actually see Vera die, but discovered her afterward that I was able to keep my stomach under control. Somehow, this was different. The fall, combined with the bullet hole, was more than I wanted to deal with. I looked over to where her blonde hair drifted on the water. The blood was still mixing with the river water. Had she already been dead when she fell? I glanced up to where she'd fallen and saw the glint of reflection off glass. Someone was watching. A chill went down my spine, but I waded back into the water anyway and pulled her to the shore. I hefted a couple of rocks onto the woman's skirt. I didn't want her floating away when I went to call for help. The sun was warm, and I pulled off my soaking hoodie as I scrambled back to where I'd left my stuff. I pulled the cell from my pack and punched 911. Unlike in Vermont, I always had cell service in California. Even out here at the bottom of a canyon, I could see the cell tower on the rise above the bridge. I finished the call and made my way back up the river to the body. 
I sat on a fallen tree where I could see her, but didn't have to look at her. Closing her eyes crossed my mind, but the last time I had touched a dead body, I ended up as the only suspect in a murder investigation. Bree, you've already touched her. It wouldn't hurt to close your eyes. Yes, yes it would. My fingerprints would be on her eyelids. That's just creepy. Besides, I don't want to lose what's left of my lunch. It would have been peaceful by the river if it weren't for the body. I turned so I wouldn't see her staring at the sky, but I felt like she was staring at me. Feeling ghoulish and creeped out, I slid down the side of the fallen tree until I was sitting on the ground. I knew it was childish, but there it was. Not even dead people could look through trees.